takes us on a journey of restoring ourselves on a cellular level, choosing to nourish ourselves and prioritize self-resource is a choice that we make for every version of ourselves on every level of our existence. Welcome to the Embodied Woman podcast with me, Rebecca Wilson. An embodied experiential space for you to drop deep into the wealth of wisdom within your being and activate a fuller, richer you. I am a feminine awakener, thought leader, embodied business doula, sacred business midwife, healer, and all-round medicine woman. I am here to guide women deeper into their essence and power, to activate their life force, awaken pleasure, and support them to live an embodied life. I will help you birth your visions, dreams, creations, desires, and sacred business into the world from an easeful, embodied, and rooted place within. My work supports women to become more available for life, love, relationship, connection, creation, pleasure, and wealth. I will activate you into self-leadership and self-mastery to truly live an embodied and awakened life. Welcome on the journey, my love. Hello, love. Welcome back to the Embodied Woman podcast. So today's episode is a little bit of a personal one. I really wanted to share with you my journey of prioritizing resource and nourishment in my own body and being and life. I haven't always existed in this way, in this place. I just want to frame the conversation from that place and also just frame what it is that I'm really sharing with the world and with you all and all of the women in our community at this time, because I have truly walked this path of transformation. It has taken me in my life an incredibly long time, the woman, a daughter, a sister, a partner, a mother, a friend, and a space holder and leader to truly prioritize self-nourishment and my own resource. I carried many patterns and deep beliefs that echoed within my body and being for most of my life that had me living in a narrative and a story that my nourishment my resource, my vitality was to fall last on the list of life. All of those to-do lists that we have, I placed myself close to the bottom. This was really born from wounds and beliefs of a lack of worthiness, a feeling of unimportance, a belief that I can make do, I can manage on very little. It's not a priority. I'm not a priority. Everything else or anything else that's happening outside of me is more of a priority than my needs in that moment. 
These are patterns that I have witnessed in the women in my lineage, women around me. And also I believe what I experienced witnessing in women in culture, in movies, in TV programs, in the collective. Uh, I definitely grew up in that era and that generation. And I strongly believe that when we are influenced and imprinted with such experiences in our external, especially when we are younger, you know, we're like little sponges absorbing it all. We get to see these actions and manifestations of behavior play out outside of us. And we take that on to be something that is true. If we've seen it in our family system or in our community, whatever it may be. And within the context of this conversation, I'm talking about a burnout and depleted woman that's overgiving and overfunctioning in all areas of life, but underfunctioning within relationship to self, not really meeting her own needs or prioritizing her nourishment and resource. I existed in these patterns of self-depletion in the name of love in the name of service. Now that is really big for me to share. For many, many years, because of the experiences that I've had in my formative time, I believed that you abandon yourself completely if you love someone or something. To serve something outside of you, it's okay to completely leave yourself, to not have needs, to not express them. I learned these patterns and these ways of being that if I prioritized things outside of me, people outside of me, relationships, projects, family, that I would somehow gain love or acceptance to be seen, witnessed, to be celebrated for just how giving I was. All the while, there was a part of me in such deep pain inside, a part of me that was starving, a part of me that was so disconnected from. And this part wanted to scream and shout, what about me? But as I continued to move through these patterns and these beliefs and play out in these stories, I suppressed that part more and more. And as it goes, eventually something breaks. Some part of us screams, shouts, or breaks down so that this peace can be revealed, this part that has been hidden or suppressed, denied expression or voice. Now, fortunately, I say that lightly, I had arrived into a place where my body was starting to share these messages, but they were very subtle and did not impact my health in any major way. I was experiencing some gut issues, uh, an inability to digest certain foods. And for me, it manifests as a rash on uh, my face and some pigmentation issues on my body. And although it was distressing for me to experience these manifestations, I see them as a very light call from my body because what I have witnessed and supported other women through have been really big manifestations of health issues, emotional dysregulation, a dysfunctional nervous system, and some really big manifestations of an inability to process life, to deal with the day-to-day experiences of life, to feel so overwhelmed that the body has shut down on a major level. 
So I don't ever want to discount my own experience, but I recognize that due to the journey of connecting to my body for such a long time in my embodiment practices and processes, I had enough awareness alive there to hear the subtle call before it manifest as a medical diagnosis or anything that felt more detrimental to my health and well-being. So I began a journey of cellular restoration, deeply nourishing, restoring and resourcing my body. And what I began to awaken to, there was many things, but I awoke first of all through this cellular restoration within my body into this realization that these beliefs and stories that I'd been holding onto kept me small. They kept me suppressed. They kept me locked into patterns of being unable to receive fear of expressing myself and my needs, getting by with very little nourishment in all aspects of life. And this belief of unworthiness was so strong. This belief that I needed that, but not as much as everybody else. So I was okay to make do. And I noticed how holding on to that belief and that story was suppressing my ability to share myself with others in a true and authentic way. And it also suppressed me from being able to truly hear the wisdom and the whispers of my body gently and kindly guiding me towards the things that I needed the most, but I was unable to hear or I wasn't willing to listen. What I woke up to is that nourishing ourselves, myself, it doesn't only exist in food and nutrition or even lifestyle and health. This journey of self-resourcing and re-nourishing myself has existed on a body and cellular level, a deep act of self-love. It's had me holding and expressing stronger and firmer boundaries, learning how to embody my no fully and also find my true and full yeah. There has been a beautiful journey of opening and awakening the true voicing of my needs with clarity and discernment, allowing myself to feel my desires and then to open and truly receive all of the blessings and the nurture and the nourishment that life has been pouring onto me. All of this has supported a softening into my body and an opening to greater love and joy and pleasure and connection, healing our patterns and wounds is also a form of self-nourishment. It also guides us on a journey of healing generational wounds, the wounds in our feminine lineage, wounds of lack that have lived in the body and the mind. And it takes us on a journey of restoring ourselves on a cellular level, choosing to nourish ourselves and prioritize self-resource is a choice that we make for every version of ourselves on every level of our existence. It truly is a journey of self-responsibility because along this journey, what I recognized was the part of me that was tapped in or hooked into these beliefs and thoughts was a very young part. It was a part that had got frozen in time, had found a particular strategy that worked, that formed some kind of connection or feeling of safety within the lack of prioritizing of the self. And that part got stuck and it continued to run the show, create this movie of my life from behind the scenes, from within the unconscious. 
the present day adult version of myself didn't really believe all of these things, but the younger part was so sure that they were so true. And she was gripping onto them really tightly because it's all she knew. Turning towards that younger part with great compassion and love has been an act of resource and nourishment in itself. Holding that part and allowing her all of her feelings, all of the confusion and the upset to be processed and worked through so that part can unfreeze and unlock and unblock and integrate through the timelines into the present moment. It has been a profound journey of maturation for me, moving out of parts that were stuck in a little girl or a wounded maiden and stepping more fully into an adult, a woman, a mother, embodied and resourced. No longer was that part seeking for someone to save her by continuing to be undernourished and lacking resource through this healing and integration and maturation process. The present day adult version of myself, the embodied woman that is here now, is able to step fully into full radical responsibility for myself and my needs. And within that beautiful, magical unfoldings happen within us. They definitely have happened within myself. And I've had the privilege of witnessing it in some women who I have been guiding along this journey recently too. When we take this journey of integrating young or old wounded parts of ourselves, we become more available in the present moment for the life we are inhabiting and living in now. And the more available we are for that life, the more that life pours into us and we are able to receive the fullness of it. So here are some of the ways that I have been nourishing and resourcing myself. I've been eating a breakfast every day, which was very new for me as I existed historically in a state of fasting, which I recognized I was addicted to because it initiated a state of survival in my nervous system that I was very familiar with and therefore comfortable in. So I've decided this was some some time ago, but I decided to start eating breakfast. And I made that breakfast high in protein and fat, which has supported my blood sugar. It set me up for the day. And I began to notice quite quickly how it supported me to cultivate safety in my body. I have been remineralizing my water. So I filter my water to take out all of the impurities and then I remineralize it. And this supports the water to become more hydrating and mineral rich so that my body has been able to absorb and receive the hydration on a cellular level. I have been making myself mineral elixirs and adrenal cocktails daily. The adrenal cocktails are part of the root cause protocol which is a protocol that I guide women in my one-to-one mentorships through and also women who will be joining the Embodied Woman Mastermind and Mentorship in 2024. This supports additional minerals for the body, boosts energy reservoirs, and also nourishes and nurtures the adrenal gland, which I recognized mine were in a state of fatigue and slight burnout 
because I had been existing in this fearful survival state for quite some time. I balanced all of my meals with protein, fats, and carbs so that my body was getting all of the sustenance and nourishment that it needs. This allowed me to feel satiated by my meals. And then I wasn't having this old habit of looking for something sweet or something in between meals. I really learned this new way of being fully satisfied by each meal. I brought movement into my practice. That's been something that I've had for a long time, but I began to explore different types of movement. So daily movement with walking, sometimes yoga and stretching. And these all support the body and the nervous system and also the lymphatic system to get moving. For me, my lymph system was very stuck and stagnant and that manifests in lots of different ways. A feeling of inflammation in my body. I had very low potassium on my mineral chart. And I also had an inability to sweat, which is a sign that the lymph isn't in full flow and function. I began my journey of strength training and lifting weights, building muscle and strength in my body so that I'm better able to metabolize food and therefore create energy the more muscle we have in our body, the more energy we are able to burn and therefore the more vital our body becomes. I began to eat enough. If you've been here for some time, you may have heard me talk about my journey with food at a young age in my teenage years. When I was going through a lot of stress, I had a short time of disordered eating. But from there, I continued to suppress my appetite and never really eat enough. That also kept me hooked into a state of survival in my body that my nervous system was very familiar in. It was a real process for me to feed and fill my body because it took me out of survival, but it felt so strange to be there. Now I'm super good. I love eating a lot, but to begin with, it was a process for me. And I recognized that when I would feel full, I would feel safe and grounded and that would feel edgy. So there was a journey of titrating with this slowly over time, building up the amount of food and calories and energy I was giving to my body. I began to see food as energy in and energy out. How much my activities in the day would cost me and how much I would need to put into the bank of my body. Many women don't eat enough and therefore exist in depletion, survival states in their body and lack energy reserves. This leaves us under-resourced, lacking resource altogether for some of us. And then we exist in that nervous state or that state of anxiety or fear or worry. I began to eat nutrient-dense food, foods that are full of vitamins and minerals that are dense with nutrients that support my energy in my body. Food that gives to me, that doesn't deplete me. A deepening of honor of my natural cycles and rhythms, resting when I can and when I need, constantly reminding myself that I am not linear. Women operate better when we're in connection to our cyclical rhythm. And any time I could find myself in that linear force or push, kindly unhooking myself from that 
conditioning and rewriting the script for myself. Gifting myself every morning, some morning sunlight on my face and in my eyes. This supports the body to produce pregnenolone, which is a precursor for progesterone. Progesterone is a life-sustaining hormone. It's also a hormone that cultivates steadiness and ease and calm in the body. I was definitely lacking this and was much more on the dominant of estrogen side of things. I've been able to, through many of these resourcing and renourishing practices, rebalance myself on a mineral level and therefore a hormonal level. Dry body brushing has become one of my go-tos, a daily morning practice of brushing my body with a dry body brush, supporting my lymph system, allowing my body to create some heat to allow it all to flow and detox supporting my skin and also the drainage system. I've also added in saunas as another way of supporting warming and heating my body and allowing myself to sweat and therefore all of the toxins that we accumulate in day-to-day life and particularly old stagnant toxins and energy in my body to move and wash through. I've been giving myself a weekly castor oil pack. Castor oil is a miracle oil that supports the womb, the liver, and the digestive tract, and also the thyroid to balance and detox. I love this as a weekly ritual for myself. I will alternate each time for different uh, parts of the body, just feeling into where I am in my cycle and what part may want a little bit more support. And it just feels like a really nurturing and nourishing practice to give to myself. And of course, rest, lots of good rest, good sleep, going to bed at an earlier time, staying away from screens and phones before bedtime, giving myself time to wind down in the evening and also resting out of harsh big lights or blue light and having some more ambient lights or red lights on in the house in the evening, which has been promoting a sense of calm and relaxation. And that's been supporting the whole family. So that's great. So there's just a few, quite quite a few of the ways in which I've been supporting myself, nourishing my body and cultivating greater resource within. So far, it's working really well. I have noticed it deeply within myself. And most of all, other people are starting to comment. And I always think that when we get it from the external, that reflection that they can tell my partner, my friends, they can tell that I am taking good care of myself and that my energy is good. And I'm sure that I am a greater partner and friend in all of the different ways, in all of the relationships that I'm in because of this. A deep belief that to be in connection, I must give myself away has translated to when I take care of myself and truly nurture and nourish myself, I become more available for life, work, business, relationships, and connection from that place. So if this has resonated with you, my love, I love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Instagram. The link for that is in the show notes. And if you are feeling the call to nourish, nurture, and resource yourself, 
I welcome you to join us in the Embodied Woman Mentorship. This is a group space, a journey that we will traverse the pathways and the landscape of your body to cultivate greater resource and connection within. Within this group mentorship, you will receive a hair mineral testing, explore embodied living, cellular reorganization, remineralization, the RCP protocol, so that you're able to metabolize life, move through old experiences that may have been held in the body, and awaken into deeper receptivity, softness, and vitality within. It is a space to move out of survival and into thriving, move from depleted to nourished, burn out to energetic abundance, move from disembodied to embodied, undernourished to nourished, ungrounded to rooted and grounded within. This is a space where you will cultivate embodied resource. The link is in the show notes. There's limited spaces for the women that feel the yes to step in and join us on this journey to ensure connection and intimacy and safety within the group. If that's speaking to you, click the link, read all about it. You can also connect with me about that. If you have any questions, I'm always here to guide and support. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If this resonated with you or you feel like another woman in your life is ready to receive this, please share it with her. Share it on your socials, with your communities and your friends. I really am so passionate about getting the message out for women to deeply nourish and resource themselves. I welcome you to join me on the journey. I'll see you soon, my love. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining me on this journey today. If you loved this musing and sharing, I would love for you to share this episode far and wide. You can arrive into all of my offerings at rebecca-wilson.com. Links to dive deeper with me are in the episode notes. Remember, my love, you are here to be the fullest, most potent, powerful, embodied version of you. I am here to guide you into that. Hey love, I'm dropping in here to welcome you to join us in our online community membership, The Village. I created this space for women to gather, to return to themselves, to deepen the connection and the relationship with self, whilst held in a community of like-minded women walking the journey and the path of their own awakening.